Hello and welcome to Brain Noodles. This is the podcast where myself and my friends, we sit around and talk about the different things that have been noodling in our brains. I'm your host. I'm Dr. Megan Connell. I'm a psychologist in practice in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm also the co-founder of Geeks Like Us, the dungeon master for clinical role and the host of Psychology at the Table. And I do other things and teach and write sometimes, but I am joined tonight by two amazing psychologists and I want to go with Dr. Rachel first, so if you can introduce yourself. (laughs) Sure. Hello. Hi, I'm Dr. Rachel Cowart. I am the research director of Take This. I'm also a newly minted science streamer, Psychgeist, where I talk about the science of games. I've been studying games and gamers for 10 years, but now most of my days are spent homeschooling my children. And Dr. Kelly. I'm Dr. Kelly Dunlap, and I'm tired. <laughs> actually, like this that's... is Brain Noodles After Dark. I actually, I need to it turn is. on another light. It is dark in many, many senses of the word. Yes, yeah. So this is Brain Noodles After Dark. This is our first recording in the evenings because, uh, as Rachel mentioned, school's back for some of our kiddos, including mine. And now I had to adjust my schedule to be home in the mornings to... Uh, manage the Zoom meetings for the children, and then I have to work all afternoon, which is when we usually would record. So now we are recording when it is dark out and the children are hopefully in bed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair to say. I wouldn't say asleep, but mm-hmm. contained, yes. Contained in the bedrooms. So I have to do a geek mom brag on one of my kiddos for today. Um, my youngest, oh, my two youngest have gotten obsessed with Pokemon. Uh, specifically, they watch Pokemon Sun and Moon almost every day. They've probably seen every episode <laughs> at least 10 times now. Uh, they each have a Pokemon index book, um, plus some like a special Pokemon of the Aloha region and things. And my youngest wrote out a storyboarded script for a special Pokemon episode, and we filmed it tonight, which was oh, <laughs> so cool. cute. So she, she directed and starred in this. She starred as Pikachu. Oh my goodness, so that's cute. so cute. It was very cute. That's the wholesome information I need in my life. Yeah, so this is why we do this, so we can help lift each other up. <laughs> it's a big blood, lift right now. <laughs> it, it's a big lift. There's a lot. Like, as we were recording this, there's just, there's a lot. <laughs> but how, how are you both doing? I, I got to do po- a star in a Pokemon movie tonight, so... I think uh, you're winning based on these expressions that Kelly and I are giving. My jaw <laughs> won't stop popping because I think I'm like sleeping in a stressed out way. Um, are you and clenching I think and I, grinding? I, I'm uh, something. <laughs> it hurts. I, I think <laughs> we were talking earlier and I was saying to these ladies, like, I just want to cancel the next two weeks and just be like, let me stay in bed. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't, but I, I really want to. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my day started with a, 9 a.m. therapy appointment and then therapy appointments throughout the rest of the day and then a group therapy appointment with uh, 11-year-olds doing D&D remotely Uh, and that stopped at 5 and at 5.30 I taught grad school game design course for the first day and uh, yeah, now now I'm here. At least physically I am present. I'm not quite sure that the, the witty repartee that the listeners are used to will uh, <laughs> be a little less witty and a little bit less repartee-ish, uh, more sluggish, probably. So it's it, not like it's is, not bad. It's just, I'm tired. A lot. It's, this is punchy brain noodles. But I think that's mm-hmm. the way to go. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm literally wrapped up in a blanket with dogs on it. Like, that's my level of <laughs> I need comfort right now. It was so wonderful. I was very excited this morning because I uh, was in my bathroom and I felt cold. And I'm like, oh, is it getting to be sweatshirt weather? No, it was just my air conditioner had kicked on and I was standing near the vent. I am missing like snuggling in big blankets and things. Yeah, it's like in the 80s and 90s here, but I record in my basement. And so if, you know, the AC upstairs is turned down to like, you know, 73, that means down here it's like 53. So it's a little, a little chilly, um, but yeah, it's nice to have that tactile comfort of a snuggle blanket. Mm-hmm. Not a snuggie because they're not a sponsor. No, just a snuggle blanket. 
if Snuggie <laughs> wants to sponsor, I'd be for yes. it. That would be I amazing. Would for yes. it. <laughs> yeah. A little Snuggie with a brain, the Brain Noodles logo on it. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, how have you been doing, Rachel? You just got back from camping. I want to hear camping adventures. <laughs> camping. <laughs> I am not a camper. I am a glamper. Okay. So mm-hmm. I made the best of it. We rented a travel trailer. Uh, we have an electric car. I told my husband, I feel like the range on the electric car is going to be severely inhibited by pulling this very heavy travel trailer. And he was like, everything on the internet said it would cut it in half. And if it cuts it in half, our, our range of our car is 510-ish kilometers. We were traveling 180-ish kilometers. So even if it was cut in half, we'll be fine, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. We're driving. About halfway there, I was like, doesn't look like we're fine. <laughs> if you look at the, the charge there, it was more like four to one than two to one. Ooh. Um, so we had to stop. Thankfully, um, I was always prepared. It was Girl Scout. So I knew where the chargers were, and but because of like COVID and everything, it was like a huge pain to go because it was like on a grounds of a hotel and we weren't staying at the hotel and it was like a whole thing. And it wasn't a supercharger. It was a regular oh, charger. No. So we had to pull in. First, we had to like get our temperatures taken to even get in there. Then we had to pull in. We had to get out, take the trailer off the car, then put the car and plug it in and sit for two hours, then go back, put the trailer on the car, and then pray that was enough charge to even get us to our final destination, which it was, which it was. We made it. Um, so that was fun. And then my husband got sick and was puking for a while. But you know what? The kids had a good time. I'm not going to say I'm going <laughs> to rush. I'm not going to rush to go back. Because I think I could have stayed. I, I told my husband, can we just stay at this hotel where our car is charging? It's a Fairmont. It looks very nice. There's a marina. I think the kids would have a great time. Yeah. It was okay. I mean, <laughs> we had s'mores. We survived. We're home. We had a shower. We're good now. That's amazing. Yeah, hearing the story, like it makes me think back on all of these different childhood memories and going like, okay, as a kid, I thought this was super duper awesome. But now looking through the adult lens, how might this seem? Yeah, not so good from the adult lens. It's Mm -hmm. hard because I I love the idea of camping, Mm -hmm. like the concept of camping. However, apparently my, my fair Irish skin is just irresistibly delicious to everything that feasts upon human blood. And I walk outside my house for five minutes to check my kid on his trampoline and I come back in with 13 mosquito bites despite bug spray and wearing like long pants. So I, and the last time I went camping, it was probably about 10 years ago, I got a bite. I didn't know what it was, but it turned into a ring. And I kind of freaked out that maybe it was Lyme. And so I went on doxycycline for like three weeks. Um, So, but I love s'mores and I love the forest and the woods and I love all the stuff associated with the outdoors. Like if you could just get rid of the bugs, maybe that's what it is. I like camping. I just hate bugs. Okay. Well, this was a private park and it was sprayed for bugs. So there were not any mosquitoes. And I also, as someone with fair skin, uh, they also feast upon me. So I feel that. I got zero mosquito bites when I was there. Ooh. Wow. But you're still camping. So, so wait, is this <laughs> thing, okay. can't come to Canada, they don't have mosquitoes? Uh, in that particular park, they sprayed for mosquitoes. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty well, great, actually. So in other 2020 news, this is a news story that I heard. And I have, I'm going to put the humongous disclaimer out there of like, I've just sort of heard this from secondhand stories. I haven't gotten a chance to look at the primary sources of this. Apparently in Florida, they are introducing a man-made mosquito to try and get rid of the mosquitoes in Florida. It's like genetically designed to have uh, most of the female eggs die before hatching Hmm. so that you just end up with male mosquitoes and then they can't reproduce and then the mosquito population dwindles. But it's sort of like, guys, it's 2020. Why are we tempting (laughs) things by releasing genetically altered mosquitoes into the wild? (laughs) You know, like, I hear there's a there's a forbidden tomb with a curse on it. We should go, go try to open <laughs> Let's that go find too. that. Because, uh, I mean, verified by sources is there is an asteroid headed for the U.S. Or I guess for the Earth. I don't know if it's going to hit the U.S. I'm just very U.S.-centric. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's scheduled for the day before the election. And it has a non-zero percent chance of hitting us. 
It's a small percent, but mm-hmm. it's a large asteroid. And uh, yeah, it's hurtling towards Earth. Awesome. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? Why not? You know, it, it's... So what I'm hearing is the video games that you haven't gotten a chance to finish playing, the books you haven't gotten a chance to finish reading, now's the time. Let's do it. You know, if I knew the world was going to end in like three months, that would almost feel better. Almost. Because then I would just stop doing anything and sleep. (laughs) And just do the thing and eat ice cream and just do the things that I want to do as opposed to the things that I have to do. And I think that's actually a pretty liberating thought. It is like early on when all of this stuff was happening, that was something I was processing a lot with my clients is this weird phenomenon of like living in history, like in a time when you know it's going to be written about in the history books and how you still have to do the laundry. (laughs) And like work still has to be done and dishes still, it's sort of like, but wait, we're living in it. Like this is a global pandemic. Should this feel more epic? It's like, no, this is going to feel like sitting at home and being bored and scrolling Netflix. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's nothing really, or there was a, um, an article, I can't remember the name of it, but basically like, so the reason everybody's feeling tired is because the initial adrenaline of this massive change has worn out. Mm -hmm. We've been running on cortisol in our fight or flight response for about three months now. And apparently that's about the cap on what we can tolerate before we start Mm -hmm. to break down. And man, I'm feeling that, really yeah. feeling that mood. But yeah, it, it helps yeah. to know that other people feel that way. I thought it was just me. It's definitely not just you. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, we're going to chat a little bit more about self-care and stuff. But uh, before we jump into our main topic, uh, what games are y'all playing? Or have you been playing games? Mm, I I haven't gotten back to Final Fantasy VII Remake because I'm still put off as for all the reasons I talked about last time. I did watch the first episode of the History of Video Games documentary on Netflix. It's like, oh, high score. It's called High Score. So good. So okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Put it on my list. Yeah. I think it's eight episodes or 45 minutes each. The first one talked about uh, Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man and... Um, it's really Space Invaders. It's very cool. I am always so hesitant because like, I feel like every other video game documentary that has come out before just makes me cringe. So I've been, oh, I've been waiting. So good. Okay. Yeah. okay. I will take that yeah. as an endorsement then. For sure. <laughs> I really haven't been playing anything because I've been in a panic of, oh crap, I now have to teach again. And my silly, silly idea that it would be easier this time around because all my slides are done. Oh, Good job, Pass Kelly. Way to way to really ground your course in a physical location by having all these activities that kids did in class that you can't do online. So guess what? You're still redoing your slides and figuring out how to do it on Discord and organizing the entire Discord for the game lab because it's. I mean, I'm glad our school is completely remote, but that also means that. Our students have no community, so let me put on my community manager hat and try and make that happen. So I haven't been playing a lot. However, I'm checking the countdown right now. Best Friend Forever, which is the dog care plus dating sim game that I have been waiting for for months, comes out August 27th, which is two days from... Recording <laughs> two yeah. days, recording something in the future. Um, so I'm very, very excited. Uh, my son wakes up every morning and asks me how many times to- or how many days are left until um, Best Friends comes out, and then he asks to watch the trailer at least four or five times. And his favorite part is when the dog poops. Um, you know, four year olds humor, yeah, very, very straightforward. So I'm not playing right now, but soon I will have it on the Switch, and that is going to be my self game. <laughs> Wait, that is amazing. did you see, though, Kit Fox Games uh, is publishing a, a game. They tweeted about it today. Victoria tweeted about it. It's a, you go around and you take pictures of dogs and you it's can use wholesome? different filters. Oh, so wholesome. No, I thought that was the name of it was wholesome. Oh. No, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to Google it. 
but I but feel I like it's it. also right up your alley. Yes, I need something oh, that like even I when I'm thinking about Animal Crossing, it feels too stressful. Like it's anything called pap- that paparazzi, paparazzi. How can you not like paparazzi. that? Paparazzi. Yes, I am. I am down for that. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm really looking forward to uh, Pokemon Snap coming out mm. because my kids, as I mentioned, they are obsessed with Pokemon right now, which is wonderful. And like every, they keep trying to play so, like the demos of the different Pokemon games, but as soon as it gets to fighting, they both put down the controllers like no fighting. <laughs> so a Pokemon game where the whole point is you just go around and take pictures of the Pokemon, I think is going to be the perfect good thing fit. for them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah going to be a good fit. Yes. Um, so I saw some gaming news, though, that is exciting. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 has a temporary release date. They are gearing up their merch and stuff. Which So the release date on like all the stuff for the merch mock-ups is December 31st. Of next year. Okay. This year. Really? So, uh, well, they're using the same game engine from Breath of the Wild, and they're using a lot of the same. So, like, a lot of it is made because, like, apparently Breath of the Wild 2 started off as DLC, but it was too big. And then, right. that's when oh. they, so they were pretty far into it already when they announced it. Hmm. All right, then. Well, that'd be, that'd be a nice surprise. You know, my, so, my big blockbuster game would be Halo Infinite, and that got pushed back mm-hmm. till next year. Like, I think oh. a lot of games are. Yeah, you know, it's it is what it is. I mean, did Cyberpunk get pushed back again? I I haven't even kept up with that. (laughs) I don't know. I I love Keanu Reeves and I adore him. Uh, There's just a lot of stuff in the baggage associated with the team that made Cyberpunk. So I'm watching from like the side of my eye to see what happens. Doing that kind of, uh, I'm doing a visual, which is so captivating for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the auditory medium. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Now I, I have been playing a few board games. We got to do a gaming night of playing uh, Disney villains. Uh, so I have all of the expansions to that game. And so I have friends who also have all the expansions. And so what we do is we roll a dice and then that's the villain you play and then we set up boards on each of our tables for everybody else and so um you control your board and two other boards and so we can see where everybody is in terms of winning and stuff it's really fun it's a great way to like play an actual physical board game with friends not just through tabletop simulator yeah we've gotten pretty darn creative in our we have in our reclusive hermitage (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's let's talk about self-care and how we do that. So we'll be right back. Did you know that Geeks Like Us has a Patreon? Our Patreons get to do things like vote on the next games we're going to play and have inside looks at what we're planning next. And Patreon supporters help support our channel and help us grow. Thank you to all our Patreon supporters. And we're back! <laughs> so... We've been talking about burnout and how we're burned out and stressed out. So let's talk about that fun topic of self-care. First off, I'm going to kick this to one of you two. I'll, I'll let either of you pick this up, but can you define self-care? What, it, what it, That term's thrown around a lot. What does that exactly mean? What do you think it means? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Oh, there's the reflection. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, yes, it is a word that is used to death and sometimes people think, oh, self-care, treat yourself, go get a mani-pedi or whatever. But ultimately it's things you do that take care of your self. That means your body, your person, your mind, and all the other squishy bits in between. And so it's going to be different for every single person. Like to me, a mani-pedi is torture and I would never want to do that. Um, but for someone else, it could be really relaxing and enjoyable. And, you know, that's good. Like if that's something that is available to you and you find that it is comforting, you know, go ahead and do that. So there are the, kind of the luxury items in that regard, like me buying a new video game when it comes out in two days because it's about dogs and dating. Um, but then there's like basic things like, are you showering? Are you drinking enough water? 
you know, coffee does not count as water. So like, are you actually drinking enough water? Have you eaten a vegetable today? Have you remembered to get up and stretch and walk and go outside? Like really, really basic things like that can be tied to self-care too, because we know that, you know, there are several disorders where self-care or lack of it is a symptom, you know, thinking like depression, having a hard time getting out of bed, losing your hygiene, your hygiene, your motivation, you're not eating, you're not sleeping. So basic things like upkeep the, the meat suit that your brain lives in, and then also trying to take care of your brain um, so that it has time to rest, it has time to relax, it has time to play. And I have my professor hat on because I continue to talk when I really should have stopped several minutes ago. <laughs> that was an awesome definition. And like, so it's an interesting thing because I think, yeah, that there is that idea of like, what is self-care and what is relaxing and recharging to people? Because it, it really is different. Like um, I am both blessed and cursed with a very active to the point of anxiety brain that it's really cool because I think of a lot of ideas and I problem solve and I get really busy and it's terrible because I think of a lot of things and I get really busy. <laughs> um, yeah. And like, that's figuring out what is self-care for me has been a particular challenge. Um, it's like, I, I think I've talked about this before on this podcast. Like I have chronic back problems. Um, and so like I get massages, I'm getting them again now that uh, the place I get them is open with our level of opening, it's allowed, but like I have a face mask on. I will tell you, getting a massage for me is not a pleasurable activity. I'm excited when I go because two days later, my back feels better. And yes, I said two days later, because I usually leave like with my muscles at just under the point of bruising. And spending an hour to two hours just in excruciating pain so that I can walk and function and not hurt as much. So it's, I don't know, it's hard to figure it out because like my brain also will be like, well, but you just got a massage. That's self-care, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in, in the one sense it is because you are taking care of yourself. Um, but doesn't, you should also do something probably that's relaxing or, mm -hmm. you know, a little I less, think, something turns your brain off a little bit. I think the keyword you used was recharge. So mm. like the, the massage thing, I don't feel like recharges you. It's like standard maintenance on, yeah. uh, you know, your, your brain mech. Um, so you need to keep it running but it doesn't sound like it recharges you. And that's the main thing I've been coming up against is even the stuff I like feels exhausting now. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> that is not a good sign. <laughs> Look at no, all these man. red lights. Ooh, something shiny. You should go do that. But something <laughs> that you can just, you, you feel energized doing it. That, yeah. and that could be reading a journal article that could be playing with a puppy that could be, you know, hanging out with family or not hanging out with family. Um, so yeah, I think that's, maybe there needs to be differentiation between self-maintenance and self-care. So like basic hygiene would be maintenance. Self-care would be a bubble bath. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I like, I like that definition. How about, if, and I also like what you were talking about, Kelly, like what your warning signs are that you're not engaging in enough self-care like Rachel what, what are some warning signs that you've noticed either in yourself or other people of needing that and I'm too tired to do anything uh I do I do force myself to exercise every day because I know that I feel better after I do um so I have been doing that whether it's you know like actually working out or if it's going for like a 30 minute walk like it's really especially I think in this and these after times, uh, it's really important to have one thing that you just cling to that makes you just feel a little bit better. Uh, and for me, that's exercising. So I have been doing that. I think that we're all hitting just adrenal fatigue and we're all probably seeing, a, you know, a lot of warning signs. In the beginning, we're all making sourdough starters and now we're just like, Ugh, another day, please asteroid hit Earth. So, you know, <laughs> it's progressed. <laughs> We get that as a t-shirt. Brain noodles, please ask her. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. Brain noodles. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it well, and it's it's hard. Like um, my family, we had a kumbaya meeting about a month and a half or so ago, and like it was, what can each of uh, the more adult people in the house of so the teenager was included in this do to help everybody else in the house? And like the message that was given to me was play stop working so much like you mm-hmm. need to unplug mm-hmm. you need to relax um because my apparently my stress affects everybody else in the household <laughs> what like, do you know what oh my gosh um and so it's been an interesting journey because like I, i've taken up mini painting as a way to force myself to relax um but like what's really been nice too is giving myself permission to plug into tv shows again and series um and like over the past two weeks, I've watched a bunch of shows on Netflix. Like I don't, when I say watch something, I don't mean I sit down on the couch and I have it on the TV and I sit and that's all, the only activity I'm doing. I'm usually, I've been, I'll be playing a game or writing something or doing something while the show is on. So it's about half to three quarters attention maybe on the show. <laughs> but like I've watched The Crown. I watched, um, oh, so good. So Except for the one episode. That one the episode one episode is just, very hard. Just, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really hard. But like I've watched um, Love on the Spectrum, which I was very hesitant about, but it's actually really, really good and really well done. And if uh, you have someone with high-functioning autism in your life, and especially if they're more towards the adult side, I would really recommend watching it to kind of get an idea of what dating is like for people in the spectrum and how that works and it was just very respectfully done and just it was very cute and wholesome uh and then i've also been watching Anne with an e <laughs> it's uh, the netflix's new remake of anne of green gables oh. oh okay okay yeah it is super cute and just like wholesome and oh uh, <laughs> it's very nice, nice. But it's also sort of funny to see the begone era of, okay, 13-year-old and 14-year-old, you two are going to go on a half-day journey to town to sell a bunch of things and buy grain and then come back. Yeah. Please, asteroid, hit Earth. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing I've figured out for self-care. What do you two have, what have you figured out, like, when you've hit that fatigue where you don't want to get out of bed or you don't? nothing is feeling good anymore what are the things that you do to take care of yourself and get back into it Um, i don't know (laughs) i i hug my babies uh every morning i and every night i try to have a a moment of you know mindfulness prayer whatever you want to call i have a moment i have a moment with myself and i just say you know life is a bit shit right now. Um, but you know, what makes me feel good is hugging my babies. So I try to be as mindful as I can every day to take as much time as I can to just hug my babies. Cause that's what makes me feel good. So I think it's about finding something that makes you feel good, whatever it might be. And just trying to focus on that because it's really easy to focus on everything else going around. And obviously that gets some of my mind space too. Um, but I try to you know, make the most of it. <laughs> My babies are home. They're not at school. So I have them here to hug. So, you know, hug those babies. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think I've actually landed on anything that makes me feel recharged. Not like long-term recharged, maybe yeah. kind of like CPR to resuscitate yeah. me for a short yeah. period. Um, like obviously hugging my kiddo. Uh, is, you know, that's always a warm, fuzzy thing. My dog, literally after yeah. class, I was so tired. I just like, you know, what? I'm going upstairs. I grabbed my dog. I carried her with me. I put her on the bed and we just yeah. snuggled and I smelled the puppy feet smell, like that stale corn chip, sleepy dog smell, which is like the most soothing thing in the world. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, real talk, I feel really unempty and there doesn't seem yeah. to be anything recently that I mean, I, I fill the void with food, which is probably why I've gained my COVID-19. But like, <laughs> we all to. have. Don't worry. <laughs> dinner, dinner tonight, because of class, was dinosaur chicken nuggets. And then after that, in between class and tucking the child in, I got to eat Pop-Tarts. <sighs> nice. <laughs> so, yeah, nutrition this is what is, adulting looks like. 
Nutrition is pretty much non-existent. Uh, I don't, I don't think I've been outside today. Now that I'm actually thinking about it, I don't think I've been outside. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a super great, not a, not a lot of sunshine and rainbows over here. And I'm I am actively trying to figure it out. Yeah, because like even my D and D game I'm in, it stresses the crap out of me because there's one player who drives me up a wall, and even that isn't relaxing. So I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know what it looks like. So I always feel like a fraud when I'm talking with my clients. <laughs> yeah, no. find something that recharges you. But it's yeah. good advice. And you're I looking for something is. that recharges you. But I think it's important, like you just said, hugging my kids is like CPR. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's not a long-term solution. But I think that that might be something that people can't find right now. To be mm-hmm. Just hugs in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like a... Uh, one of the things my family has a lovely legacy of my grandparents built this little teeny tiny cabin on a lake up in Maine and uh, is bequeathed to all of their kids and now all the grandkids. So it's like eight or nine owners now of this little itty bitty two, two bedroom cabin. But like, that's my go-to in the summer to go up there and like, there's spot, like there is one corner of the cabin that you can get cell phone reception in nice and that's and like it's so nice to just go and have this place where you are off the grid and like it is quiet and beautiful and you know i need that kind of every year to go there and just be like okay yeah yeah yeah, this is good this is good and because covid we don't get that didn't get that this year well that's the thing so camping did give me that and that part was nice except if you look out there's someone at the campsite right next to you and you don't want to get too close to the people next to you because of covid Mm -hmm. and you can't do any of the activities because everything's closed because of covid it's like uh, yeah it is it is really hard and like you know something I there's a couple of things that I've been trying to remind myself of so like when that spirit of like feeling like a fraud with clients talking about this stuff and you know really thinking of being kind to ourselves because like we all have you know we're swearing here today we all have an asshole in our head and like trying not to give the asshole to, asshole's voice too much power and like mine is like why are you so burned out a couple years ago you had so much more energy this must be because you know you've gained the COVID-19 and blah 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 and I just like stopped and I was like two years ago building my practice which I'm still doing it's a continual process when you try to have a high you know try to get my clients better in 12 sessions always needing a steady rotation you know I was like I was doing that I was doing some YouTube videos and I was running one group and my kids were babies now I'm doing those things plus two more groups, plus doing a weekly stream, plus managing another company, plus doing this podcast and other interview. And so I'm like the plate hasn't gotten bigger, but it's gotten more full mm-hmm. and learning how to be kind to myself around that. Um, wow. So I guess like that's it. maybe a benefit is that even this is going to sound very odd. Even my asshole is tired. And so <laughs> it's like, I'm just, Get that on a shirt. Get that on a shirt. <laughs> and it just I didn't like Kelly, can I can I offer a rephrase of that? Even sure. the asshole in my head is tired. Okay. Take it Even out of the context asshole in my head is tired. So like I'm I'm thinking, you know, I'm CBT oriented, so I'm all about the thoughts. And I'm like, I'm not even having thoughts like, why aren't you doing more? Or why is this? I'm just even even the jerk even the, the, the anxiety brain or depression brain or whatever is like, yeah, you know, same. <laughs> That's a mood. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah. And it's just, we're just tired. Um, yeah. but I know it's, I mean, if that's not a sign, it is, uh, like higher levels of anxiety than probably I've had in a very long time. To the point where I am going to see my therapist this week, and I'm so excited. I'm like, it's been a year, and I missed you. And here, let me talk about how hard it is to be a therapist during COVID. To my therapist during COVID. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe she'll figure out what recharges me, and then can tell me what to do because that's what therapists do. Mm-hmm. Is it though? Is therapist can confirm. 
(laughs) (laughs) reframe give offer guidance (laughs) then sit with the clients when they don't do the homework and say nothing's going to change if we don't change our behaviors which are actionable steps (laughs) you're so much nicer than i am (laughs) oh i I got one of my clients very angry at me this week (laughs) and it's only tuesday (laughs) yay yay yeah i mean just on that topic you know there was an article i shared earlier this week that was looking at the mental the mental health of mental health providers because there has been so much focus on like the mental health of you know doctors and nurses totally valid you know the mental health of you know the average person the latest report that came out this month was people are three times as anxious as they were at this point last year and four times as depressed or at least reporting four times the symptoms um, than they were last year. And so there's this talk of, you know, my husband's in politics. So I get to, I get like sneak peeks ahead of things and like, Oh yeah, the second wave, the second pandemic is coming. It's going to be mental health. And I just want to scream at them like, guys, it's already here. <laughs> like mm-hmm. in, in terms of the mental health pandemic, I can tell you it's here and it's been here for a while. And that's a, for me, a huge part of it too. Cause Obviously, I can't talk about my clients or my cases, but I can tell you, pre-COVID, the amount of crisis calls I got off hours, minimal, maybe one or two. Since COVID, at least two to three a week. Yeah. And it, I mean, that may not sound like much, but for those in the mental health field, it's- It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And like, I understand that, but then that's just like another thing because then that's more paperwork and that's more time and that's more energy and that's more concern and more anxiety. And yeah, it's, it's here. So I, I hope that we, we think about the health of mental health professionals too, because we're pretty bad about that in general, but um, yeah, it's, it's tough. Well, and actually that's part of why I started clinical role was to one, get to know other people who are doing therapeutic D&D and make friends, but also to give us all something fun to do and recharging to do together, mm-hmm. which has been good. Uh, yeah, you know, because and, I laugh so hard at Clinical Role. Clinical yeah. Role is great if you need laughter. It really is. Yeah. It, it is. Well, if you it's, ever need a guest appearance for like a <laughs> pirate or something, or dolphins, <laughs> I do really great dolphin impressions. You know. Nice. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm thinking about like the stress load that people are under though. If you think like the, was it the Holmes Rahe life events checklist or I can't remember what that one's called, the full name of it. Bad citation, psychologist. Remember your things. <laughs> oh, that's the jerk. Not a bad talking. citation. It's a citation you're getting better at. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Holmes Rahe something. I remember the name, the proper nouns, which that's big, but it's a, uh, a measure of life events that happen. And so the, the way you fill it out is you just check off everything that happened in the last year and it gives you a number that correlates with it. And if you get a score, I think it's above 240, you are at a high likelihood of developing an illness related to the amount of stress that you're under. And so th- even it looks at distress and you stress. So you stress is like positive stress, like planning your wedding or Mm. having a baby. Like these are good seen as good things, but they still create a stress load. And like so many, like just the nation's score has got to be super high because like so much has changed and it's like so difficult for all of us to manage. Yeah. On a fun, on a fun note, I took that scale and applied it to Jenga and made a game about the impact of stress on personal well-being for my master's program because you you push a tile out. And then of course, Jenga elicits stress through its mechanics because you get anxiety while it gets taller and taller. And of course, the taller it gets, the more holes have been poked in it because there's more stressors added on top, pulling from previous resources. And then I also had like cards that let you know, okay, every time, you know, oh, you got to pull a card. Oh, look, you had a terrible life event. Now you now have to pull three tiles. Um, Mm. So yeah, fun times. But by the by, yeah. Very yeah. creative. Is, that's really cool. I went to nerd school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess like the, the thing I'm hoping all of our listeners can hear is like, this is a hard time. And if you're struggling, that's okay. You know, we're, we're all struggling and trying to figure it out. And like, it... 
I don't know for you two, but I know for me, when I have a hard time figuring out what's going to recharge myself, that jerk inside of my head gets so loud. And it's like, see, you're such a failure. You don't even know what recharges you anymore. Mm. And it's, it's bad. <laughs> I just, I just have the visual of the John Travolta meme of like looking around yeah. Yeah. for my jerk. Like, come on. <laughs> At least if you were a jerk to me, you'd piss me off and then motivate me. But no, you're sleeping in too. Like, ugh. Sleeping so in picturing like nice. the characters from Inside Out and like anxiety is just like laying on the couch. Like, I'm too tired. <laughs> yes, all my islands have shut down. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. All my islands have shut down. No one's in headquarters. And it is just those, uh, those cleaning people playing the Trivelment Gum commercial over and over <laughs> and over again. That's amazing. All right. Any final thoughts for you, Rachel? Uh, no. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> I like the idea of brain noodles after dark. I feel like I should have an adult beverage because otherwise it's just me sitting here like being tired. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I had an adult beverage, I would be like super sleepy about now. More tired. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the risk. It is the risk. All right, well, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we will talk about what our brain has been noodling on. Hey, everyone. I'm Zach of Hey, Listen Games. I'm a high school teacher in New York City, where I like to teach with video games in both my social studies and English language arts classes. You can find me streaming every Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the Geeks Like Us community, where I play games that I have taught with or ones that I plan on teaching with in the future. See you there. All right. And we're back. So I started the intros with Rachel. So let's start the brain noodles. Kelly, Kelly, what has your brain been noodling on this week? How do you teach grad students game design during a pandemic when you do not have access to the game lab? Hmm. It's a challenge. Um, Associated is how many communities can I run simultaneously as a community manager? That has also been an, kind of a side to it um, because obviously I am the curator of our AU Game Lab Discord, which, you know, hopefully shouldn't be too stressful. I am, of course, the community manager for Take This, and we have, are gearing up because we are doing uh, packs online. We are providing an AFK room. So today I onboarded 40 people, giving them roles and assigning them and giving them access to the different channels that are specifically just there for for packs, and then of course I run the Take This Ambassador Discord, and the manager of that as well. And then somehow I'm in like ten other ones that occasionally pop up with stuff that I, I look at. So I am, uh, yeah. If there was a noodle as opposed to just a clump, like when you just cook <laughs> the spaghetti but you leave it out too long and it starts to like mm -hmm. stick and it just gets all clumpy, uh, it would be okay. How do I make this? work? How do I MacGyver my way through an indefinite amount of time? But I just tell myself it's for a week. Every week it just resets. Like, okay, I just got to get through this week. And then Sunday comes and I'm like, okay, I just got to get through this week. So yeah, that's, I think my brain has not been noodling so much as just like, what's a good, what's a good way of describing it? Yep. Nope. Don't got it. That's exactly, that's exactly how it's been going. <laughs> We're on bated breath to like, what was it? What is it? No. Oh, okay. Okay. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Mm, nope. It's gone. And that's, that's probably the best description. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Rachel, what have you been noodling on? Uh, well, my, uh, my very, very, very good friend sent me a care package uh, in the mail that I got uh, today. And it, in it was a cookbook from um, Magnolia Market. So th those people, Chip and Joanna Gaines, they have like a whole show and thing. And it's very big in Texas because it's based in, in Waco. So she sent me her cookbook and I flipped through it and it's all like comforty food, Southern food. So I have decided that I am just going to make everything in the cookbook. So tonight I made something from the cookbook for dinner and I like made a little note, like 10 out of 10, it was very good. And I think I just need like a good distraction and it all is very comfort food. It's like chicken fried steak and like biscuits. Like how can you go wrong? Today was like what you would consider a crawfish boil, but with shrimp. So it was like mm -hmm. corn and potatoes and old bay on a sheet pan. Very good. So 
thinking about all the delicious food. I'm just going to go like page by page and just pick everything in there. Why not? I got nothing else but time apparently <laughs> in my house. It's <laughs> amazing. I've been just noodling on trying to manage school for my kiddos. Um, they, they have started school here, uh, my younger two. And so it's going pretty well. It's a lot of Zoom calls and stuff, but they're making it work. Um, just trying to figure out though, like the balance of supplies that they need each day. Um, and like what I would love to do, have the teachers do is send a supply list for the week and like, hey, Monday we'll be doing this stuff. Make sure they have this stuff on hand, Tuesday, this stuff on hand, Wednesday, whatever. Um, and every day, these items always need to be on hand, but it, we don't get that. So I kind of guess based on what teacher emails me of what they'll need. I'm not a teacher, I guess wrong. And so <laughs> the teacher doesn't want the parents in the Zoom calls, which I respect and I love and I'm very happy about. But then like getting the uh, child yelling across the house, I need my other notebook or I needed this special mm. type of pencil or something. And then having to go to the box and get it. One of my colleagues, uh, Dr. Ryan Kelly, who's also party geeks like us, is talking about how his kids are doing school at someone else's house. And so they leave with their little backpacks and lunches and a box of supplies every day. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't know what they need. They don't know what they need every day. So it's like you got to bring it all. And it's just, we'll figure it out. You know, it, I'm not trying to blame the yeah. teachers and say like they're doing a bad job. They are doing an amazing job and they're doing wonderful. And, um, I, I just thank you so much to the teachers who are rising to this occasion. Uh, it's just, it's hard. And like, what, once we figure out the rhythm and get into it, it's not going to be a big deal. Yeah. That's what I've been noodling on. Just, just get a giant bin and throw all the supplies in it. Just chuck it all in there. Rachel may have a heart attack, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure get her to hug her kid. She'll be fine. I'll be CPR. <laughs> put divide, put just... dividers in there at least. Oh, yeah, like it, like at Target and Walmart when they have like yes. the back to school sale and they're just these giant yes. bins. <gasps> yeah. Just wheel out the display. Just yeah. the display. <laughs> here you go. Everything you could need yeah. right here. Like just get it yourself. <gasps> All the I'm best. sorry, we only have white glue sticks. We don't have the purple glue sticks. I apologize. They're on order. <laughs> the purple well, is superior, obviously. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's it's purple. purple. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and I will actually say, if you need something that is, it's not wholesome, so it's not necessarily a recharge on that, but a little video, I, I put it on my Twitter and I'll make sure to retweet it and tag Brain Noodles on it, is a um, young man did a video of what bullying looks like in 2020, where he is bullying, he's playing the role of the bully and then the victim. It is so hilarious. Things of like, I'm going to come right up to the edge of your six foot bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. And things like, oh yeah, when we go online, I'm going to cyber bully you, but I'm not going to do it in the middle of your Zoom class because how dare I interrupt everybody else's learning? We're going to go into a breakout room. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So it is really cute and funny. I highly recommend everybody watch that and get a good laugh okay. from it. I like, I like the idea of ending on a high note. Um, similarly, I saw something shared around, you know, academia, you know, education, uh, Facebook slash Twitter that I'm in, and it was a prepared slide deck for teachers about, okay, have you scheduled your pre-appointed crying time yet? And Aww. like, it's just, it's, it's really sad and really funny, um, because it's that kind of dark humor. So I, I giggled. Uh, similarly, I saw a meme the other day that has, uh, you know, the movie Titanic and the ship's going down and there's the, the band playing, mm -hmm. you know, as a, and then there's the word therapists over the band <laughs> and then just the, the long shot of the Titanic and says 2020. And I'm like, yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. Feeling that mm -hmm. also kind of dark, yeah. still funny though. Um, but on an actual, I don't know, I don't know if it's happy because it irritates me. Um, but my small child has decided that math is great. Just loves math and he watches his number blocks. I oh love number blocks. So and good. so, and so, mommy, what's five plus six plus seven plus 10 plus 12 plus one billion? Like, yeah. no, why not? And so just, we're very much in a stage, which is on one hand, great. I'm glad my child is adding and subtracting and apparently can do multiplication because of number blocks, fantastic. At four, uh, I just hate math. And <laughs> my little four-year-old, like, mommy, did you know? Da, 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 da. And I'm like, I, I did not. And he's like, well, it's true because number blocks said so. Great. 
and he's citing his source. So he is. I'm proud. He is. He uh <laughs> yeah, he he loves he loves the math. So I'm buying my calculator. He has an adding machine. So like he okay. likes to go in there and pencil. Mommy, did you know boop? Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> that 10 plus 200 is 210. Yeah. Yep. I, <laughs> I did know that as a matter of fact. I did, but, but thank you for the information. So I'm, I'm going to do another, great. the mom brag, because this is the, the mom's contingent of brain noodles. Um, my youngest, we were using Dreambox and uh, she, well, was in pre-K, finished all of the kindergarten lessons in Dreambox. And I was hoping that I could port her account from parent account to a school account, but apparently you can't do that in Dreambox for whatever reason. Of course not. Um, so on her first day of having to redo the kindergarten math, she got 10% of the way through the whole curriculum. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. I said, like, all right, nice. we'll be fine. We'll get back up to where you were. <laughs> no time. Yeah. Rachel, take us home. Give us another high note. Oh, I finished reading The Phantom Tollbooth with my five-year-old, and that book is fan-freaking-tastic. And I haven't read it since I was a kid. I forgot how good it was. It's a great Just, book. I haven't read it since I was a kid either. Oh, man. I'll leave you with a tidbit. They go at the end. They're going to uh, a destination. Forget the name. But on the way, they see a town, and it's the city of illusion. Oh, that's, they're going to the city of reality. And reality is glum, very 2020. It was ahead of its time. <laughs> and they passed the city of illusion and the city of illusion is all mirrors and jewels and it's brightly colored. And the main kid, Milo, asked the guy like, hey, why don't more people live in the city of illusion? And he was like, oh, dear child, people do live in the city of illusion. Blah, blah, blah. And he has this very philosophical monologue about why people live in reality and not the city of illusion. Uh, so good. I'm making my husband read it on his own because it's that good. <laughs> so highly recommend. Uh, good for a five-year-old and 38-year-old. <laughs> awesome. Well, with that, we will see you all soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care of each other and we'll be back. Bye. Bye. Brain Noodles is a production of Geeks Like Us. Your host for this podcast is Dr. Megan Connell, joined with her fellow noodlers, doctors Kelly Dunlap, Sarah Hayes, and Rachel Cowart. Your producer for this podcast is Amelia Herbst. Music for this podcast is The Life of Riley by Kevin McLeod. Follow us and support us on Twitch and Twitter at Geeks Like Us. That is G33KSLIKEUS. That is Geeks with Two Threes Like Us. Join the conversation as well. We also have a Discord and an Instagram. Tags for both of those can be found in the show notes. Hope to see you around and keep noodling. <laughs>